Welcome to the Fast Forward Business Podcast. Today is the 26th of April 2021 and I am Justin Spencer Young. Today I am talking about strong opinions held loosely. So I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to macro, financial, stroke, economic matters. The debate about monetary and fiscal stimulus in the United States and its potential for inflation is quite fascinating to me. I have for a long time held a strong opinion about the inflationary wave that is coming as a result of US money printing, in inverted commas, and stimmy checks, those checks that are being mailed to people in order to overcome the challenges of lockdown. But I've now changed my mind. While I had a strong opinion about the fact that an inflation tsunami was on its way, I've recently been exposed to an argument that has helped me change my mind. So I've let go of this strong opinion and I am now in the deflationary camp. So hence the, the title, Strong Opinions Loosely Held. I've been following the work of Jeff Snyder at Alumbra Investments for some time. Jeff is a Euro dollar guru. Now Euro dollar, what's that? Well, I've loved the journey of learning about the Euro dollar and it's exceedingly complex. And when I think I understand it, there's always some other subtlety or insight that just floors me. What I especially like about the Euro dollar and the role that it plays in the world is that many of the so-called know-it-alls when it comes to macroeconomics and macrofinance are quite oblivious to the euro dollar and the impact that the euro dollar has on the rest of the world. Okay, so what is a euro dollar? Well, a euro dollar is a US dollar that is in circulation or held in a bank account that is not in the United States. All right, so a bank in Europe holds US dollars that is deemed to be a euro dollar, although it doesn't only have to be a European bank. It's any country outside of the US that holds US dollars. The fascinating part is that we're not talking about an actual US dollar bill. We're talking about numbers in bank accounts that have been created via IOUs between international banks. And the word created is operative here. Let me paint a scenario for you. A bank in Singapore needs US dollars for a client that wants to purchase oil or do an oil transaction. Now, of course, the oil transaction must be done in US dollars since the US dollar is the reserve currency in which oil is traded. So Singapore bank contacts a bank in Hong Kong, perhaps a bank who it does regular business with, to borrow the US dollars. The Hong Kong bank says, sure, but we need some surety for this. So the Singapore bank says, well, yeah, we own US Treasury bills and we can put those up for surety. Great, accepted. An IOU is created between the Singapore and the Hong Kong bank. And the Singapore bank now has a liability to the Hong Kong bank for the US dollars. But no US dollars actually move. There's no pallets of dollars being shipped from Hong Kong to Singapore. The Singapore bank now lends the US dollars to its client, where the loan to the client is seen as an asset on the Singapore bank side that matches the liability 
to the Hong Kong Bank. And what's happened here is US dollars have been created without the US Federal Reserve being involved. So the foundation of this euro dollar that's been created in this loan between two banks is actually what's referred to as fractional reserve banking, where banks don't have to hold the deposits that they lend. And the surety for the loans of treasury bills can be pledged several times over. So the Singapore bank that is putting forward the treasuries, who knows if those treasuries have been pledged to other banks for other loans? It's highly likely that they have. So the foundation of this, the system is built on sentiment. If confidence remains high and the system keeps moving, then all is okay. Back-to-back -back IOUs and assets for dollars that don't really exist and never hopefully have to be paid, well, everyone's happy with that. But of course, there's a lot more to the story. The euro dollar and international monetary system reminds me of a fun game called musical chairs. In musical chairs, there's one less chair than the number of people dancing around waiting for the music to stop. And when the music stops, there's this mad dash for the chairs and everyone who's left standing or the person who's left standing, well, they are out and the game resumes again with one less chair. Now the difference with the euro dollar system is there are only two chairs for every 10 dancers. If the music stops, there's going to be a lot of people who don't have a chair. So as long as the music keeps playing, everyone is happy. And if the music stops, well, who knows? It's going to be very messy. So here's the funny part. The US Fed thinks its market stimulation via printing money is the equivalent of more music to keep the game going. Of course, keep the game going. There's no, no one looking for chairs that don't exist. And that's kind of true. It's confidence, music is going, everyone's partying. It's fantastic. On the surface, this looks great. But deeper down, in the shadows of the euro dollar system, or as the Fed continues to print this money, well, they think they are creating more music, which to some degree they are. At the same time, they are reducing the collateral in the system. In other words, the reserves that are being put into the banks via the money printing system are being used to buy up treasury bills that aren't available for other banks to provide collateral. So there's this shift in mindset that is so difficult to interpret at first. And I've had to listen to this euro dollar explanation so many times, and I'm probably not doing it justice. But the printing of money in the US is not adding collateral to the system. It's in fact taking away the chairs that are available to provide collateral for loans. And actually what the Fed is doing by printing more and more money is it's taking money out of the system. Like what? How can that be? But yeah, that's what's happening. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. By the way, link below is the podcast where you can listen to Jeff Schneider talk through these concepts. It's well worth your time. And we'll see you on the far post.